Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back. Episode 107 of the Brothers Brandt podcast. Denver's Fox News finds super fans and a dinner at Del Frisco's. Rick, this is one of the most absurd shenanigans that only happens to you and I at sporting events. This is just ridiculous stuff that happens because we put ourselves in the at in the right place at the right time and that's what this episode is going to be about putting yourself in the right place at the right time rick this part two this is part two of our trip out to colorado part one we were talking about golf and beers in denver and and now we're, we're getting into the games we're getting into the rockies game at seven o'clock um but prior to the rockies game we decide to go over to the Denver Broncos stadium to do our classic stadium tour at 12 o'clock. So it's Friday, 12 o'clock. We're over at mile high stadium dressed in our absurd outfits. uh, The dumb and dumber orange tuxedo like outfits uh, with Denver Bronco hats on all oranged up, very similar to the Clemson swag that we wore. It was the same tuxedos we wore in Clemson, same tuxedos we wore for the Houston Astros. So getting our use out of these, uh, Rick, tell, set the tone, set the tone for this right here. This is crazy. Rob, it would be my honor and privilege to talk about this content, which we're about to deliver to our podcast viewership. You can only find it here on the Brothers Brandt because this is only Brothers Brandt type happenings. And this is our Rocky Mountain series. As you said, second part, day number two. 
and the festivities kicked off in the morning with a 10 a.m. tour of Coors Field, where the Rockies play. So you and I, we were dressed in Rocky swag. We show up for the tour. I got to say, one of my favorite Major League Baseball stadiums, I'm going to put it in my top 10 for sure, favorite Major League Baseball stadiums in Coors Field, where the Rockies play. And there's several features that make this stadium so fantastic. So here's just a little bit of history. The stadium opened up in 1995. It holds over 50,000 fans. It's hosted two All-Star games, one of which was the 2021 All-Star game. So they're no stranger to the fanfare. They've done the Midsummer Classic. The Rockies have been in the World Series. They, Rob, are synonymous with having snow during their games in the month of April, sometimes towards the end of the year in October. And it's earned the reputation of being a hitter's ballpark due to Denver's high elevation. Rob, they actually have a row, which you and I saw on our tour, mm-hmm. in the yeah. upper decks in right field. And it has that row, all the seats are purple, which is the Colorado Rockies' main color. And all the seats are like a dark forest green, except for this one row that stands out. And the reason why they have this one row, all purple, is to signify that that height is exactly one mile above sea level, which is insane. So the air when, is thin. When the ball when the ball gets hit off the bats, like it's just in a higher elevation. So you're going to get more home runs there. And pitchers don't want to go there. I mean, if I was a pitcher, I wouldn't want to be a Colorado Rocky because my ERA would be so jacked up. It's true. But hitters want to go there because they can bomb the ball out. And if they hit the ball far enough, Rob, they could land it into the Blue Moon Brewery, which is located in right field. It's called At the Sandlot. And you and I thought that was pretty unique because basically they found like their fans weren't sitting and watching the game in the upper deck areas. So they converted all of these seats, which were oftentimes not being filled during games, into a pretty impressive, massive bar area hosted by none other than Blue Moon Brewery. They also had a Jack Daniels section, too. Rob, the Colorado Rockies Stadium, Coors Field, is the place to be, especially when the weather is nice after work. I Could you just imagine strolling down there? 10 bucks to get in, hang out at the bar, watch a little bit of baseball. Rick, Colorado, uh, Denver, Colorado is one of my favorite states in the United States. It's awesome. And what they're known for, but a lot of people don't know this, is 300 days of sunshine. They actually get 300 days of sunshine there. So it's beautiful a lot of the time. And it's really not that cold. Like people say, it gets cold. Obviously, you have snow, but you know, it'll snow, but then warm up to 50, 60 degrees. So it's a beautiful city. It's got everything you and I need for cities. It checks the four boxes. It's got the Denver Nuggets basketball team. It's got baseball with the Rockies. It's got football with the Broncos. And it's got hockey with the Avalanche. It's got all four major sports. It's a wonderful place, Rob. And you and I got a chance to explore Coors Field with a little behind the scenes tour Got a chance to go in the dugouts, out onto the field, 
the locker rooms. I actually remember they took us through the Lexus Club, which was this really exclusive premier club, all you can eat, all you can drink, behind home plate down on the field level, which we ultimately would put to use later that night during the game. But one of the other features, Rob, I really enjoy is out in left field, they have their massive Jumbotron scoreboard. And it actually is at the top of it, got the Rocky Mountain etched in it. And it's like shaped as if the Rocky Mountains were, were the scoreboard, like with snow caps on top of it. It's really pretty unique and creative. I love that. And then in center field, they have this area that is like um, a lot of trees and um, there's like rocks as well, kind of like the Rocky it's Mountains. It's designed to kind of look like the mountains, the base of the mountains. And it's really cool, Rick, just picking up where you left off is the um, every stadium has what's called a batter's eye, which is behind the pitcher. They make it all black or all green. Stadiums try to do different things. And, and at the Rockies, what they do is they have these big evergreen trees in the background and they have a babbling brook going through it. So when you watch the games, you'll actually see some hitters hit the ball to center field and jack it into the babbling brook. And it's uh, it's it's beautiful. I I would rank easily rank Colorado Rockies top 10. Somebody asked me uh, this weekend at a wedding. Uh, what are your top five? And I, and I, I told them, Hey, right on the fringe five or six, I would go Colorado Rockies. It's like a hidden gem out there in Denver. It is. And just like Kansas city, just like in other ballparks that we've been to like Anaheim, they shoot off some uh, it's like water just shooting up into the air out of the fountains out there in that babbling brook as you so perfectly described. Exactly. It's really cool. Those are called water fountains, Rick. They shoot that up when they hit home runs. It's pretty impressive, that technology. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so we get done with the tour. Awesome tour. Highly recommended. Super inexpensive, but a great way to see behind the scenes of the Colorado Rockies. You and I then switched into, as you alluded to earlier, mm -hmm. our Dumb and Dumber orange three-piece tuxedos with the orange bow tie. We threw some Denver Broncos hats on. We had the orange gator shoes on with a few lapel pins. I think we may have even had a lanyard on at that point. And Rob, here's how the story goes for all the listeners out there. You and I roll up around a little bit after lunchtime. It's like uh, early afternoon. And we have a tour scheduled. We bought tickets to go watch and take a look behind the scenes at the locker room, the suites, like we just did for the Colorado Rockies. And that was the game plan. That was the script for the day. It basically was tour, tour, and then circle back for the Rockies game at night. And it's just the way the cookie crumbled. However, things took a turn for the greatest day, arguably, of your life when it comes to what you and I did. So we're at the stadium and we go into the pro shop and we're checking out shirts swag all the memorabilia that the denver broncos have for sale i think we were trying to find i think they were trying to find lapel pins to put on our uniforms or our, i think, no, uniforms I think we were trying to pick up and that's always a little tidbit right there you can get lapel pins you can get lanyards oftentimes in the pro shop at whatever stadium you're going to so we were in there and we were checking different things out probably spent a half hour or so in there and you and I then walked out and keep in mind, there's nobody in the parking lots. There's nobody around the stadium. There might've been two or three other people at most in that pro shop. 
So you and I, we walk out because we know our tour is coming up and we figure let's walk around the stadium a little bit. And as we walk out, we probably got about 15 feet out of the pro shop, the door closed behind us. And then all of a sudden you hear, excuse me, excuse me. Hello. Hello. And you and I, I I thought you stole something. I thought you stole something from the gift shop and they were going to arrest you. I thought you broke something. I mean, that's the reaction you get when something has gone terribly awry. (laughs) And so here we are, we're outside and there's this gentleman, this man that, you know, nice guy, just wearing a plaid shirt, jeans, nothing official, doesn't look like he works for the Denver Broncos. And he comes over towards us. He goes, excuse me, excuse me, sir, gentlemen, gentlemen. And Rob, as the story goes, it turns out he was the lead reporter, the lead field reporter for Fox 31 Denver News. So in the Metroplex of Denver, Fox News, like any other city there is, has a field reporter that's responsible for covering sports and entertainment stories. And he was assigned with his cameraman, who we would later meet, to go to the stadium on a Friday afternoon and try to capture fans that were outside the stadium, maybe buying tickets or just flirting around the stadium, getting ready for what would be the Denver Broncos (laughs) season opener on Sunday. So that's where you find the passionate fans. They're there two days in advance. They've flown in from out of state. They're just excited to be in Denver at mile high. And that was you and I, but this guy, he must've just gotten back and got high fives from all of his coworkers. Cause not only did he find some passionate Denver Bronco fans that day, he found the brothers Brinks. He found two guys wearing orange tuxedos with bow ties at the stadium. This guy found his, his leprechauns, uh, found the pot of gold. The white whale. The white whale. <laughs> well, Seinfeld reference for our Seinfeld fans out there. Um, and we delivered a great interview with him. He was asking us questions on where we're from. Why are we there? We told him about the road trip we're on. We told him about all this stuff, how we go to these different stadiums, how we're, you know, really excited for the game. And, you know, it's our first Denver Bronco game. And, you know, it was, it was a great time. So he, he asked us a couple of questions. And, and then for the listeners out there, Rick is very OCD. When, when Rick has a schedule, Rick... Rick sticks to that schedule, okay, just to give everyone an idea. And the interview's over. Dan and his cameraman um, are, are wrapping up, and they just go, hey, guys, um, you know, we're about to get out of here. Uh, do you, do you want to come with us? We're going we're gonna to get some food. Um, we'd love to treat you guys to some food. Uh, Del Frisco's. Del Frisco's. And, and, and I was like, I wanted to go, but Rick was like, no, no guys, we got a tour. We kind of have to go check out this tour. And they were like, they looked at us with like, like we had 10 heads, like you're turning it down a a free meal at Del Frisco's. (laughs) And we turn and, and take probably 10 steps. And then I grab Rick and it was a scene straight out of Dumb and Dumber. And I shake him for anyone that's seen the Dumb and Dumber, like finale at the end, when he just turns down a bus of hot, hot ladies that wants two oil men for them to, to oil them up before shows. They just, he grabs him. He goes, do you realize what you've done? Sprints back to the van and says, the t- you're sorry for my friend. He's a little slow. 
but the the town is back that way <laughs> and 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 i felt like that was straight up the movie scene because i grab rick and i go do you realize what you've done and i run back to dan and his cameramen who are like 30 feet away making their way back to their car and I go, I'm sorry, my brother, he's a little slow. <laughs> yes, we would love to go to Del Frisco's with you. <laughs> and uh, we end up going to Del Frisco's. Rick, take it from here. Talk about Del Frisco's. I have to admit, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, okay? And that was an instance where I misread the situation. I was unfamiliar with what this Del Frisco's was. I had never had a fancy meal in my life to that point. So... Rob, you made a MVP decision at a split moment's notice and kudos to you because what ensued thereafter was nothing short of glorious. So keep in mind, he's interviewed us now outside the stadium. He's basically got the content that he's needed to capture for his piece that he's got to send back within the next couple hours to his producers so that they can put it on live TV for the Fox News at 5 p.m. And this is just a just bone he throws at us where he's basically saying, wow, thanks for everything that you two just did. I have to extend an invitation because this is maybe the greatest story I've ever picked up. And Rob, you and I, we got his card. And he said, we're going over to Del Frisco's, follow us. We got in our car, they got in their car, and we followed them, and we made sure we didn't lose that. We stayed 15 feet behind them the whole car ride, making sure nobody got in front of us. We were right on their tails the whole trot. So we show up, and we get out at Del Frisco's, and it's just a scene out of a movie because you and I are decked out in our three-piece suits. It's now about, call it three in the afternoon-ish, and Del Frisco's is not popping at all. It's basically that transition between lunch hours to dinner hours. But there are a few people hanging out around that are driving some damn nice cars that we will probably never be able to buy in our lives. And there's some I mean, you got a dream. I, I wouldn't say that. I think we could afford it if we want it down the road. But, maybe, you know, maybe. I, I, I'd, I'd have to sell you. I'd have to sell you. Yeah, this podcast isn't that lucrative, my friend. So <laughs> we are You're rolling in it. We are like celebrities to these people outside of Del Frisco. They're wondering what's going on. Who are these people? Why are they with a cameraman? What's happening here? The cameraman, Rob, they wanted to maybe consider picking up more content. So the guy who works for Fox is walking in with his big ass camera. The reporter's got his notepad and microphone, and it looks like we're coming in like ballers, about to do an exclusive interview. Exactly. And we start shooting the shit with these people. And next thing you know, we're in Porsches. We're just having the time of our lives. Guys are insisting we get in their car. They just, it, it was really cool. It's really cool. And we get into Del Frisco's and we go to the back lounge area, which happened to be the cigar lounge, which I got to tell you, Rob, it was tough to breathe in there. It was foggy. It was foggy and I was coughing, um, but we, we stuck it out. All right. We got into a little section that was probably the least smokiest. And Dan sat down 
with us and started to ask a couple more questions. I think he started to jot down some notes. And then the waitress came over and delivered menus for that afternoon's supper. And Dan said to afternoon us, supper. gentlemen, whatever you want, it's on me. Whatever you want, anything you want, you name it. Oh, man, we, we went to town on that menu. Rob, this is the Double Eagle Steakhouse, Del Frisco's. Peyton Manning was famous for going there after games. John Elway, all the legends in Denver sports would find themselves over at Del Frisco's after a big game. And we were there, and we had carte blanche anything we wanted. T-bone, steaks, lobster mac and cheese, asparagus that were bigger than the size of your head. This food was unbelievable. You might have had a beer or two. And um, I just remember Dan having the time of his life. He was asking us questions. He was putting his story together. And then I remember at one point, he threw his jacket over his head and he was like hibernating underneath his jacket because he needed a quiet space. And they were playing some music in Del Frisco's. I think That's right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he had to like read some stuff just to like put it all together. He basically put his story together there and said, guys, I need to get a couple more shots here. Let's go to the bar. So we went to the bar. We ordered up a bunch of drinks. Mine was clearly water, but uh, I actually think his and ours was as well too, because I don't think he really could have alcohol on TV. Um, he may have had a martini or something, but I don't know. Anyway, we're sitting at the bar. Don't get the guy in trouble. I don't think they, I don't think he had that. So, right. I think it was just water in that glass of, that may have looked like a martini. Exactly. Exactly. There you go, Rick. And um, we ended up closing this segment, which lasted for about thirty seconds, uh, by cheersing at the bar. And it was really cool. The three of us. What a great time! I can't tell you, Rob, how hilarious it was. Later that day, shortly thereafter, all this got put together, yours and my phone started blowing up from people in the Denver area who we knew, friends that either we were going to stay with, that we had stayed with, that just lived in the area and said, why the hell are you guys in Denver and how are you on the Fox News right now? Oh my God, that was so funny, dude. We were getting blown up. I was getting text messages. It was great. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. We have, we the, most had epic, we have the most epic photo of us with like tomahawk steak, truffle mac and cheese. We got like the two knives in our hands. Just like, what is happening? I felt like we were in a fairy tale. It's true. It's true. We were on an all absolute high at this point, And basically nothing would stop us for the duration of this weekend. And as you'll hear later in episode 108 and episode 109, shortly coming up in a few days, you'll see and hear exactly what I have to mean about that. Yeah. So now now it's like, what, four o'clock, something like, something like that, four o'clock? Yeah. And we shoot back home because we got to get changed back into our Colorado Rockies swag because the Rockies are hosting the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are managed by Dave Roberts. And in the starting lineup was Yasiel Puig that night along with Clayton Kershaw on rubber. So we had ourselves a Friday night stud fest in Colorado. You and I got over to the ballpark early as we always recommend our Brothers Brant podcast listeners to do. And because we had done the tour, we kind of knew a little bit about where things were. 
take it from here, Rob. Um, yeah, we just knew exactly where things were because we took that little stadium tour. And what Rick and I did was we, uh, we started to, uh, you know, we, we bought nosebleed tickets like we always do, but we go down low, um, you know, security's at an all time minimum. So we start walking down low and we get, we get down to the, um, uh, we, we go behind home plate. And if I recall correctly, Rick, uh, the suite underneath home plate was the Lexus lounge. And uh, we go and sit right behind home plate and we're hanging out there. But then we go, then we go to the Lexus lounge and we just walk in with a lot of confidence by two security guards, literally just, Hey, how you guys doing? Address them. And we look them in the face. Hey, how you guys doing? Excited to be here. High five them. Let's go Rockies. But, you know, we're, we're coming in with so much enthusiasm, level 10 enthusiasm that no one's going to ask for your credential. If you try to walk, skate by and look sketchy, you're going to get called out every time. You're going to get called out 11 out of 10 times if you look sketchy. If you go right up to someone with enthusiasm, shake their hand, say, Rob Brandt, excited to be here, and that's it. And, and you know, so let's go Rockies, go right by them. That's how, that's how things work. So Rick and I, level 10 energy, show up to the Lexus Lounge. Um, it's a free, all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink. So we walk right in and we naturally start to load up on a couple of plates, you know, make it look like we belong, have a little cocktail, have a little drink. Um, and then we're hanging out. And then we start to notice that uh, people in this Lexus lounge have access to actually go out onto the field into like this roped off area behind the batting cage uh, in between home plate and the dugout. So you're kind of by the batter's box right there or uh, the on deck circle. I'm sorry. And we go out there with a lot of enthusiasm, talking to people, having a great time. Nobody asks us for credentials. Nobody asks for wristbands. Nobody asks for tickets. And we just walk right out onto the field as the uh, LA Dodgers are warming up, taking BP uh, before the game. <laughs> and we start to hang out and we're seeing celeb, we're seeing, uh, you know, obviously everybody on their team. Clayton Kershaw, Yasiel Puig. And then we see Dave Roberts. Uh, Got to get a picture with Dave Roberts, the, uh, the head coach for the, for uh, the, the Dodgers. Rick, anyone oh, else? Tell them, tell them about the cameraman because this brings it all together. This well, is fantastic. This, all right, ready for this people? We're on the, the field. We are on the field. Batting practice is taking place. It's basically coming to a conclusion, though, because first pitch is, is nearing close. And there's a lot of people out on the field, a lot happening. And lo and behold, right 10 feet from us happens to be the cameraman who was just with us two hours prior in the cigar lounge at Del Frisco's Double Steakhouse in Denver the same cameraman that filmed us outside of Mile High, and his job is simply to capture some footage from tonight's game and send it in so that it can be paired with some highlights. And Rob, so we just coincidentally bumped into the man that just gave us, well, a really delicious lunch. <laughs> and then we got the picture with Dave Roberts, as you said, and he's a legend legend when it comes to major league baseball so real honor to to see him meet him great guy and then it was time for the game to start and the game started and something happened to me that had never happened before rob early on in the game i ended up catching a foul ball and i've been going to hundreds of baseball games since i was a kid 
doing the scorecard at every single one of them. And you would have thought by now, maybe I would have gotten a foul ball. I remember you and I, we were at a Yankees game. There was batting practice. I think Robinson Cano ripped a ball your way and you went and threw your hand up. I can't say for sure that you ever actually retrieved the ball. I think the ball just went off your hand. Am I, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, it broke my hand. <laughs> it did break yeah, your hand. That it, thing it, was swelled was, up for a week. It was a screaming line drive, and I did not catch that. Some other kid got that. But, you know, I'm happy I uh, was able to, uh, to, to soften the blow with, uh, with my hand. And you and I, we were kids. I remember being at Fenway for a Seattle Mariners, Boston Red Sox game, and I was over down by Pesky Pole, that short little wall in right field, and a batting practice ball came rolling out towards me. I had my glove textbook style down on the ground, leaning over the this. and a grown man literally put his hand in my glove, like the opening web of my glove where the ball <laughs> was about to roll into a grown man stuck his hand right in there as if I was like providing support <laughs> so that he could catch the ball. And then his hand could just gracefully glide into my glove so that the ball stayed in his hand. And then he vanished with it. And I couldn't believe it. Never to be seen again. But in 2018, you and I happened to be in Denver, Colorado, and I finally caught a foul ball. And that was a real proud moment of mine. And uh, there was a young boy nearby. He got the ball, but I got the memory. And um, we <laughs> had some great memories that night, Rob. Clayton Kershaw led the Dodgers to victory four to two over the Colorado Rockies. He pitched for six innings. He struck out seven batters, just vintage Clayton Kershaw and Yasiel Puig, who was had the league by storm that year, hit a towering home run, which ended up being the reason why they ended up winning four to two over the Colorado Rockies that night. Rick, it was an absolutely sensational night in Denver, Colorado. And again, rank it up there as one of the best stadiums in all of baseball. What an epic night we had. Anything else you want to say before we cap this off and move on to part three? Rob, this is episode 107 of the Brothers Brand Podcast. Denver's Fox News finds super fans dinner at Del Frisco's with a little bit of Colorado Rockies mixed in. For all you listeners out there, I'm Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brandt, and we're the Brothers Brandt. Thanks for listening. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.